Hola, hola a todos. Habla Dylan. ¿Cómo están? What's going on, Pod 101 World? My name is Carlos. Your Spanish can get you everything you want right now. In this lesson, you will learn about the irregular verb querer in the present tense. This conversation takes place in a home. This conversation is between Fernanda and Sebastián. The speakers are friends, so they are speaking informally. Let's listen to the conversation. Amor, vamos al supermercado. Si quieres. Vamos a comprar todos los ingredientes para los chiles rellenos de mi abuela. ¿Qué más necesitas? Ya tengo los chiles, la cebolla, el tomate. Y yo tengo las pasas y los huevos. En casa tenemos aceite. Solo nos falta la carne. And now, slower. Una vez más. Esta vez, lentamente. Amor, vamos al supermercado. Si quieres. Vamos a comprar todos los ingredientes para los chiles rellenos de mi abuela. ¿Qué más necesitamos? Ya tengo los chiles, la cebolla, el tomate. Y yo tengo las pasas y los huevos. En casa tenemos aceite. Solo nos falta la carne. And now, with the translation. Ahora incluiremos la traducción. Amor, vamos al supermercado. Love, wanna go to the supermarket? Si quieres. If you want. Vamos a comprar todos los ingredientes para los chiles rellenos de mi abuela. We're gonna buy all the ingredients for my grandma's chiles rellenos. ¿Qué más necesitas? What else do we need? Ya tengo los chiles, la cebolla, el tomate. I already have the peppers, the onion, the tomato. Y yo tengo las pasas y los huevos. And I have the raisins and the eggs. En casa tenemos aceite. Solo nos falta la carne. We have oil at home. All we're missing is the meat. Dylan, I went to the feria this morning. I love la feria. I know, I know you do. But like, I really went, my pocket's full of change, and I came back. When I went to New York, I bought one of those big, big bags, uh -huh. like the canvas bags. Uh -huh. Man, I bought like five kilos of fruit back to my house. That's like 10 pounds for everybody who doesn't know. Yeah, and only with the change in your pockets. Only with change in my pockets. That's it awesome. Seems like a waste, though, because I don't think I'm going to eat it all. But you can start a compost heap, and then we can, you know, grow those tomatoes. I already have compost. Bring it over, Carlos. We'll eat it. I, I will take that in mind. I'll fill up a bucket and bring it over. <laughs> okay, guys, let's take a closer look at the vocabulary for this lesson. Amor. Love. Amor. Amor. Comprar. To buy. Comprar. Comprar. Todo. Toda. All. Every. Everyone. Completely. Whole. Todo. Toda. Todo. Toda. Relleno. Stuffed stuffing. Relleno. Relleno. Solo. Only just. Solo. Solo. Falta. Fault, lack, mistake. Falta. Falta. Okay, guys, let's have a closer look at the usage of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first word we'll look at is amor. Amor. Let's talk about love. Always an uplifting subject. One of the most uplifting. Now, I know you've gotten used to the overwhelming use of the pet names here in Latin America. I have, to my friend's amusement. You mean your friends in the States? Yeah, you know, when they visited, they heard me talking to my girlfriend and every sentence began with... Mi amor, right? 
Yep. Just like in the conversation today when we heard Fernando talk to Sebastian and say, Vamos al supermercado. Love, want to go to the supermarket? So she's finally getting the ingredients she needs for the stuffed pepper. But there is something funny I think that I am forced to bring up. What's that? I speak Spanish the most with my girlfriend. Considering she doesn't speak English, yeah, I assume that. But we use the mi amor, blah, 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 so much that if I'm speaking Spanish to anyone, that might like slip out. Has it? It has, and I'm starting to catch it. That leads to some awkward situations, doesn't it? You better believe it. Talking to some dude, blah, blah, mi amor. Oh, wait. But it is a necessary risk, Carlos. It's like your mental processing is kind of putting it all together. But no, definitely. El amor es necesario para la vida. Love is necessary for life. You sound like a hippie. Man, Costa Rica's rubbing off on me. Only took a year and a half. So let me ask you this. What? Are you versed in the other pet names? Shoot. Mi amor, mi vida, mi corazón, mi alma... Although I heard this one's just for novelas, cariño, but it's like Peru or, or somewhere else also. But Mi amorcito? I'm, well, if you want to go diminutive of another affectionate <laughs> name, we're going to go to another level of things. <laughs> Chichi. <laughs> what? So, I don't know. Something Cosita. Like, Ay, cosi- That's a pet name? I thought that was just like a cute thing you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is getting a bit too mushy. Let's move on. Moving. The verb comprar. To buy. Vamos a comprar todos los ingredientes para los chiles rellenos de mi abuela. We're going to buy all the ingredients from my grandma's stuffed peppers. You know, they have quite the list. Yes, they do. Now, where do you prefer to do your shopping, Dylan? The feria, of course. As we've stated, of course. I mean, at the farmer's market, you literally get things for a fraction of the price than they would be in any supermarket. No, it's true. I usually go at the ferio, like I said, with my change from the week. And how much food do you usually come home with? Seriously, too much produce to eat. I feel wasteful. But now that we have this upside down tomato thing, Carlos. True. I can't wait to try those out. I really can't. Let's not get sidetracked. Come right, on. right, right. The verb comprar. Wait, we just heard the example. Yes, we did. Vamos a comprar todos los ingredientes para los chiles rellenos de mi abuela. We're going to buy all the ingredients from my grandma's stuffed peppers. That's a pretty basic verb. Yeah, you know, I can use it in a sentence. Rosa compra frutas frescas en el mercado todos los días. Rosa buys fresh fruit at the market every day. But I must say I cannot easily come up with a related word, Dylan. Not hard, really. Have you ever heard the noun la compra? No. Well, what do you think it means? The buy? Actually, it's the purchase, but that's close enough. So close. Well, now you know. And so do you, audience. Have we gone over todo or toda before? The indefinite pronoun todo and toda? No, you know what? It doesn't come to mind. And I really don't think that we've gone over that. I mean, it's such a necessary word to understand. I'm shocked. What does todo, todos mean? Everything all. So when Fernanda says, vamos a comprar todos. We're going to buy all. We know they're going to buy everything that's needed. Right, but let's apply that to people. Claro. Eh, todos los invitados vinieron a la fiesta. Everybody invited came to the party. Now, what would be the opposite of todo or toda? Nada, nothing, nadie, no one. That would have been a boring party. Yeah, it would have been. But they are serving chiles rellenos, and I think any party like that would be full. Good thing you brought that up. Our next word is relleno which doesn't get a lot of attention. Right, you know, the only time I hear it being used is when I hear it with chile relleno. Well, relleno itself can be a noun or an adjective. I did not know that. Yep, I mean, you can infer its meaning from knowing the dish. So I'm assuming it means stuffing. As a noun, yes, and as an adjective, it is used as stuffed. Ah, now I see chile rellenos, stuffed peppers. 
A pepper stuffed with stuffing. Yes, that went right over your head, didn't it? I'm not gonna lie, it did. It's okay, it happens to the best of us. So it's not specific, and I can ask you for whatever stuffing I like, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you could say, Quiero comer chile relleno de queso, no de carne. I want to eat stuffed peppers with cheese, no meat. And once again, I can't say I agree. I would have to have the meat. Or Carlos, we could use it for something that has nothing at all to do with chiles. You lie. No, I'm serious. Like, if you go to a bakery, you would see that el queque está relleno de frutas. The cake is stuffed with fruit. Sounds delicious. So then let's take the leap and think of a verb to go with this adjective. Uh, rellenar, to stuff? Exactly. Perfecto. Next, we have an adverb, solo. Solo, alone. You know, that word has a sad feeling about it. Well, it's not being used in that sense in the conversation. In the conversation, we heard Fernanda get to the bottom of her list and come to realize that solo nos falta la carne. All we're missing is the meat. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't want a stuffed pepper without the meat. You've already mentioned that, Carlos. But it deserves to be mentioned again. Audience, if you're going to try a stuffed pepper and aren't a vegetarian, I implore you to try one with meat. Thank you for that public service announcement. Well, let's apply solo, sola, to people. De todos los invitados, solo vino Marcela. Out of everyone invited, only Marcela came. Aw, solamente? Si, solamente, que pena. Ha! That is the perfect lead-in to our last word of the day. What's that? Falta. Falta, from the verb faltar, to be lacking. Solo nos falta la carne. All we're missing is the meat. Do you know what I hate? What do you hate? When I order coffee and realize that a mi café le falta azúcar. So then just put sugar in it. Not the point. I'm using an example. Nitpicky. How else do we use faltar? Well, when we miss someone, we could say, me haces falta. Literally translated as, you make me lack. But we understand it in English as, I miss you. And you know, I never got that connection before. As if saying, I miss you means I am missing or lacking you. Learn something new every day, Carlos. So then what grammar point am I learning today? Today we're taking another look at the verb querer in the present tense. Oh, a nice irregular verb. I always have problems with those. I'm sure you're not the only one by any means. I doubt that as well. So what does querer mean? Well, the verb querer means to want. And we just mentioned it's an irregular ER verb in Spanish and it is an extremely common verb. It's oftentimes used as an auxiliary verb placed before main verb in the infinitive. Right, like quiero comer. I want to eat. Let's have a look at the forms of querer in the present tense of the indicative mood. So then, let's conjugate that in the present tense. Yo quiero. I want. Tú quieres. You want. Informal. Él, ella, usted quieren. He, she, you want. Formal. Nosotros queremos. We want. Vosotros queréis. You all want. Informal. Ellos, ellas, ustedes quieren. They want masculine, they want feminine, you all want formal. Good work, Carlos. Very clear conjugations. Thank you, Dylan. With your help, it was easy. <laughs> Even with the regular verbs, it's all about the patterns. Here are some example sentences to help us along. Good. Let's see them. Or hear them. <laughs> Quiero una bebida. I want a beverage. ¿Quieres dar una vuelta? Do you want to go for a walk? Miguel quiere bailar esta noche. Miguel wants to dance tonight. Ella no quiere acompañarnos. She doesn't want to come with us. Queremos cocinar algo rico este domingo. We want to cook something delicious this Sunday. ¿Qué queréis beber? What do you all want to drink? Martín y Javier quieren salir. Martín and Javier want to go out. Susana y Beatriz quieren una gaseosa. 
Susana and Beatriz want a soda. Ustedes siempre quieren lo mismo. You all always want the same thing. Or the example from our conversation, si quieres. If you want. Notice that a number of words in English share the Latin root with the Spanish word querer. I was just thinking that, but you beat me to it. Well then, what are the others? Uh, okay, better. Thought so. Among them are acquire, require, query, and inquire. If we remember that the Latin word means to try to obtain, it may be easier to remember that the Spanish word querer means to want. Okay, but also how about some related expressions? The verb querer can also mean to love, as in the example te quiero, I love you. Right, and to say that is common, but this must be distinguished from the deeper and more serious kind of love, which is expressed by the verb amar, as in the example, te amo, I love you. In the course of a relationship, if you're falling for your significant other, you would tell him or her, te quiero, before you go on to say, te amo. Do not confuse these levels. You might freak them out. <laughs> One way to make the distinction is to look at the past participles of these verbs when they're used as nouns. What do you mean? For example, querido means dear. This word is often used before someone's name in a letter. Querida Angela, dear Angela. Or on the other hand, amado and amada mean beloved. True. Something else to keep in mind. You know what, guys? That just about does it for today. Entonces nos vemos. Ciao. Amor, vamos al supermercado. Si quieres. Vamos a comprar todos los ingredientes para los chiles rellenos de mi abuela. ¿Qué más necesitas? Ya tengo los chiles, la cebolla, el tomate. Y yo tengo las pasas y los huevos. En casa tenemos aceite. Solo nos falta la carne.